Welcome back, everybody, to GMs for Hire. My name is Will Colson. Alongside with me is Matt Perry for this one. And we're here to bring you a little bit of breaking news. Uh, may have already heard this by the time this video gets out, but we're going to try to get it out as quick as possible. The Toronto Blue Jays are, uh, should we say, back? I mean, they're, they're, they've made some pretty big moves here. Uh, breaking news that they have signed both closer Kirby Yates as well as outfielder George Springer. Kirby Yates, let's start with that deal first. A one-year deal, just a $5.25 million. Honestly, for some of the money that we have seen relievers get paid as of late, honestly, a really cheap deal, especially for one of the more dominant closers over the last couple of seasons. Uh, Matt, let's just get your take on that real quick. Yeah, I think that it helps the Blue Jays a ton, and it saved them a lot of money. I think Yates could have signed for a lot more. I saw him going closer to double digits, if not double digits, uh, in the millions. But 5.25, I mean, that's fantastic. You know, one year, uh, I don't think there's any options, but definitely if things go well this year, I'm sure Yates would be inclined to sign a new deal with them, uh, depending on what happens. This team looks great. They can definitely contend with uh, teams like the Yankees and the Rays in the AL East. Uh, and, yeah, Kirby Yates brings a lot to the bullpen, a, a, team, <clears throat> a team that kind of lacks bullpen. That's probably the thing they need most right now. Uh, Ken Giles, who was the closer last season, he's still a free agent. So, a new closer in Toronto and and yeah this is this is great for the bullpen absolutely you know whenever you said that you thought that he would reach double digits I was I mean I'm, I'd be hard-pressed to tell you otherwise I mean really whenever we saw uh we saw Liam Hendricks with the White Sox he signed his extension or not his extension but he signed his contract with the White Sox and he set it at three years 54 million and so he was off, uh, getting offered 18 million a season and yeah, Liam Hendricks a little bit younger and a little bit more dominant. But honestly, over the last couple of seasons, there hasn't been too much of a discrepancy. Uh, you could say that Kirby Yates is one of the more dominant closers still. Yes, last year he battled injury issues and he is getting older. But still, I, I thought that it would be a, at least a two or three year deal for Kirby Yates and, and definitely for more money. So uh, this I, honestly, is, would you be willing to say, uh, I think I'm willing to say this. Do you think this is kind of like the steal of the offseason so far? So far, yeah. I mean, for the value you can get at Yates, as long as he's healthy and he's on, I mean, this is this is fantastic. I, I really can't say enough good things about this this deal. Uh, for it, it's a bargain, really. I think tons of value for a low price. This is a steal so far. Yeah, no deal. Absolutely. I mean, we've only seen a couple of names so far. Now, luckily, the stove is starting to heat up a little bit. Recently, we've saw Liam, Liam Hendricks. We just saw the trade for Joey Lucchesi and Joe Musgrove. Now we're seeing the, the deal for Springer and Yates. Uh, John Lester recently signed. Jose Quintana actually just signed uh, not too long ago as well, uh, along with this news here. So the stove is finally starting to pick up a little bit. We still got huge names out on the market, but luckily now we're getting some of those big names off. And shout out to Matt, by the way, making it this far. Matt called this back on the MLB predictions, free agency predictions. A link to that will be right up here. I'm going to make Matt do that. So a little timestamp. Good job. You, you're going to edit, so you're going to throw that one in there. Uh, but yeah, Matt ended up calling this one, said that, uh, well, not actually this one, but the one we're getting ready to get into, uh, George Springer as well, six years, 150 million. And this is the one that Matt called, said that he was going to go to the Blue Jays. Uh, but yeah, uh, six years, 150, honestly, a long-term deal, but he's a young guy. He's got a lot of bat, uh, a, honestly, a great pickup for Toronto. And it really solidifies their outfield, in my opinion. 
Yeah, uh, I think six years, 150 million. It's great. He's only 30 years old, so this takes him to his year 36 or 37 season. I don't know when his birthday is exactly, but uh, yeah, th this is going to be probably his prime, honestly, or at least most of it. Uh, he was one of the best hitters on the Astros these past few years, and we saw how good the Astros were, uh, sign stealing or not. They got some good hitters, and names like Bregman and Altuve, you've got to include Springer. Uh, he, he was absolutely fantastic. He was arguably the best uh, outfielder available in this year's market. Him and Marcelo Zuna up there towards the top. Ozuna's still a free agent. Springer finally gets his deal. The projected outfield for the Blue Jays is looking really, really good. You got Lourdes Gurriel Jr. in left. You got George Springer in center and then Randall Gritchick in right. Or if you want to put Teoscar Hernandez out in the outfield, you can. But it looks like he'll probably be their DH, uh, which I like as well. He's got a great bat, and we saw him have a breakout year last year. But this makes the Blue Jays so much better. Uh, they're in a tougher division. The Rays and the Yankees are not slowing down um, despite any moves that have been made this offseason. They're definitely still threats to the American League as a whole. And now the Blue Jays' names have to be right in. Absolutely. I mean, the additions of these two guys, especially, uh, in my opinion, on the Yates side of things, getting a veteran to add to that bullpen, especially whenever really all they had was Ken Giles. And the offseason's not over. Sure, six years, 150 for a smaller market team. It's going to do a little bit on your on your salary cap. But they have time now. I'm sure they have more money to address things. Probably not too, too much. But they don't have that many guys on too high of a contract. What's going on, Matt? Uh, speaking of that, I, I just got the notification from Ken Rosenthal. Apparently, the Blue Jays are still in on outfielder Michael Brantley, uh, who okay. is close friends with Springer. Obviously, they played together on the Astros. And uh, I just want to address this now. If if the Blue Jays do wind up signing Michael uh, Brantley, uh, this is even bigger. I mean, Brantley can take Gritchick's spot in right field, and then you're looking at one of the best outfields in baseball. Uh, Brantley is – how old is he, 30? I, th I think he's like 33. 33. I mean, he's still got a few good years He's always been a solid average guy, always, you know, lots of hits, decent speed. Um, this is big. I mean, if they do wind up signing Brantley, which they're still in talks to do, uh, this could be the best outfield in baseball. Yeah, he is currently 33, getting ready to go into his age 34 season. Uh, turns 34 in uh, May, I believe. So the addition of Michael Brantley, especially on a long – or not a long-term deal, but a short-term deal, just to kind of – I think a two-year contract would be absolutely amazing for a guy like Michael Brantley, another guy who really hasn't lost his bat over time. Yeah, he dealt with some injury issues earlier on in his career, but recently he's been able to stay healthy, and he's been more consistent of a bat – and if I'm not mistaken, he wasn't on that Astros team, if uh, if I'm not mistaken, or he may have um, been. It was close. He came he came in around it or just after. It was it was kind of close. It, it says right here, uh, according to pro baseball reference, that his first year with the team was 2019. So oh, and yeah, it wasn't well, he avoided it. Yeah. yeah. So he wasn't part of that scandal. So we don't have to question him. And I, I think George Springer is one of the guys that his batting average didn't take too much of a hit. Whenever you were looking at it, he batted around the 260 mark whenever this season coming off of a 290 season. So his batting average took a little bit of a dip, but obviously this season shortened a little thing awkward. Uh, the Astros in general were just kind of an awkward team this year whether it be because of the sign stealing or whatever it may be, you know, that's up to, that's up for interpretation. But if right now, currently with the way they're sitting, Kirby Yates and George Springer are on their team. And like you already, you know, aforementioned that the AL East is a very tough division. You've got the Tampa Bay Rays, the defending AL champions. You've got the New York Yankees who are obviously going to be up there as well. Uh, and, and then you have other teams now, especially up and coming with the Blue Jays. 
Do you think this is enough to push them above third place as of right now with the additions of Kirby Yates and George Springer? You know, if everything goes as planned and they stay healthy, uh, yes. I, I do think they will be a top two team in the AL East, whether it's the Yankees or the Blue Jays uh, or the Rays that fall third. I don't know yet. It's going to be close for sure. I think this might be one of the closest divisions uh, in all of baseball. Uh, no, no other division I, that I can think of off the top of my head really has a three-team race. Um, right now, it, it's, it's a two-team race in pretty much every other division I can think of. Maybe the NL East will have something going on. Um, but yeah, right now, I do think the Blue Jays are a top two team. The only other division I could think of that may start to give a three-team race would now be the National League East. Uh, just because with the addition of John Lester, that's a four-man pitching rotation that a lot of people won't want to face in Washington. Uh, Josh Bell is a nice little safety blanket for Juan Soto now. Now you have to face one or the other. Uh, if he can get his average back up, that'd be nice. And then if the Mets performed the way they should, they, they'd be a very interesting team as well. Uh, if the Phillies can go out and re-sign Real Muto, that makes it even more interesting. You know, it, it's just an interesting division out there. Obviously, Atlanta's up there, but I, I, you can't guarantee the division every single year. You know, you, you'd like to think that the Braves are the favorite, obviously. But, I mean, with enough moves, I mean, the Mets are a very interesting team now. The Nationals are a very interesting team as well. So uh, it, it's interesting to look at for sure. Uh, the Blue Jays are making a lot of moves. Uh, the Mets are another team making a lot of moves and the Padres. It really just seems to be you and I were talking about it. It really just seems to be a group of teams. It's really not all kind of spread out like we're used to seeing. It's really just a couple of teams that are really buying in right now. Yeah, I mean, it, it just seems to be teams buying in bulk and a lot of teams are quiet. Most teams are quiet uh, besides the ones you mentioned, really. You know, the Mets, the Nationals have been making moves, the White Sox, the Padres, of course. Um, yeah, I mean, Moves have been few and far between. Obviously, this is probably the slowest free agency period we've ever had. Uh, it seems to get slower every year, and I don't know why. Um, I wish they were able to figure that out. Uh, as long as as long as nothing leads to a strike and we lose baseball, I mean, that's fine. I'd rather this take forever than than have uh, players' association problems. But yeah, I, I mean, I wish a whole a whole lot of teams would wake up because many teams still have work to do. Um, every team, I feel like has something they can do to improve. I know budgets are constrained because of everything with COVID and every team took a money loss in 2020. That's that's a given really. Uh, so it's tough times in baseball if you're, a, if you're running the money books, but I mean, you gotta do something. You gotta try to improve your team anyway, anyhow. Final question. Uh, do you, are you surprised a little bit by the Blue Jays still going out and trying to buy now, especially with everything going on with COVID? I mean, they could still be playing in Buffalo, New York. Uh, this division is really tough, as we've mentioned. So uh, to, to be buying in, that's kind of almost saying that they want to be a win now team. Uh, are, are you shocked by that move? Are you, did you, is it coming a little earlier than you expected? Where, where are you looking at for the projection for the Blue Jays? I think this is the perfect time for the Blue Jays to take advantage of a bad situation, really. If you have the money at this stage, even with the losses, you might as well take advantage of it. We've seen we've seen the Padres do it. They've taken on several bigger contracts and kind of gotten rid of the farm. Uh, the, the Blue Jays haven't partaken in any trades yet, but, you know, they do have a pretty decent farm system. You know, guys of the future, I guess, are now becoming guys of the present. Nate Pearson is going to make himself known this season. Obviously, Vladdy Jr. is entering his – uh, second full season uh, guys like uh, Biggio and Bichette and um, yeah I think with the prospects that they have now brought up and this lineup's ready to go you know maybe get another starter I'd like to see that join Ryu 
Pearson, uh, this will be his first full season, I would have to think. Um, he looked, uh, he has ups and downs last season, I'll say that, but he's supposed to be a, a very good pitcher. And I, hopefully we see that because, I mean, that guy can flat out throw. Um, and yeah, I think that this is the perfect time for, for them to go into win now. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think I got a, a notification not too long ago from MLB Network saying Pearson is the number one prospect now, which would be shocking above over Wander Franco. I don't uh, know I What's that? Maybe it was just pitchers. Yeah, it probably I, was. Baseball America still has Wander Franco at number one. So that could probably be what it is. Nate Pearson probably overtook uh, Gore uh, for number Gore's one or Mize, either one. You know, yeah. they're both up there competing for it. So, uh, yeah, it's a matter of time. The Blue Jays are on the up and up. Two big signings Kirby Yates and George Springer coming to Toronto to add to the fire in the AL East. But until then, for any other big breaking free agency news that we that will happen, especially if they are going to a new team, you can catch up all all the updates here on GMs for Hire. I'm sure Matt and I will have the uh, a little bit of a video for the biggest free agent splashes. But until then, congratulations, Blue Jays, on the two new additions, and we'll see what else the stove brings us here in the upcoming days. So for Matt Perry and for Will Bolston, this has been GMs for Hire, and this is the update on the MLB free agency. Take it easy. <laughs>